Welcome to Ditch the Classroom. This is your host, Ariana Vernier, and I'm so excited that you're here. I'm a teacher turned business coach who is so passionate about helping fellow mamas like you ditch the classroom and pursue your big, hairy, scary dreams. Imagine a life where you could still impact the world, but do so while following your passions and spending more time with your babies. In Ditch the Classroom, we'll explore ways you can do just that. Myself, guest experts, and amazing teachers who have also built a successful business will share tools, tips, and resources to help you ditch the classroom too. Are you ready? Here we go. This episode is sponsored by the free Launch Your Freelancing Business Challenge. Between now and January 17th, you can register for the challenge by visiting arianavernier.com slash free dash challenge or by clicking the link in the show notes. This challenge will help you get clarity on what services would light you up and make you excited to work on your business every day, where to find paying clients to help you replace your teaching income quickly, and the top three mistakes new freelancers make so you can avoid them and start working from home with your babies faster. There will also be a special gift for those who register, but registration closes on January 17th, so make sure to get signed up for the free challenge ASAP. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of 2021. Super excited for a whole nother year of episodes for y'all, and hopefully this year is better than the last. So today we have a super special guest, my favorite human on this planet, my husband, Reed. Welcome. Thanks. Thanks for having me on the podcast. <laughs> so Reed is a mechanical engineer, but I don't think that y'all really want to hear his whole backstory. I know at the beginning of guest episodes, we usually have our guests share their journey, but I don't think y'all are too interested in mechanical engineering. So I thought it'd be a little bit fun if Reed would tell the story of how we met in his own words. I know y'all have heard it from me, but let's hear your take. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. So we met at Grand Valley State. We had friends in the dorm next to us and we met by talking to them and started hanging out with them. And uh, and then one day I came back to my dorm room and found a little note left by this Ariana girl that I had met. And everything's history from there. We started dating and went to different schools and then eventually moved down south. (laughs) So this episode, we're kind of talking about getting your spouse on board with your ditch the classroom journey. I know I'm very lucky to have a very supportive husband in my journey. And I know some women just don't have that as much. So this is just how to help them get on board and yeah, we're just kind of going to talk through. And even if you don't have a spouse, like this is how, I mean, you can do this with a parent who is helping you, really anybody, but we're just going to be a little more specific with the husband because that's what I have. So <laughs> babe, what were your first thoughts when I first told you that I wanted to invest money into a random course to learn how to become a virtual assistant? Well, I wouldn't say it was totally random. You definitely did some research on it. I was still hesitant just because of the amount and type of investment that it would be. But I know you had done your research and I know that taking a year off from teaching was what we had originally planned in the first place. So this would be something that you could work on during that year and 
try to replace your teaching income. So that part was exciting. And I know that you had tried a few things previously that weren't totally along the route that you wanted to go with eventually. So I'm glad that you decided to choose this. And at the time, I knew how stressful your teaching job was. So I knew that you wanted to try something new and that you needed something um, that would give you more time at home and be able to watch Skylar grow up with all of her firsts. So I thought that would be a really good opportunity. But as I said before, I was definitely hesitant because it was an investment and we were trying something new. But I like the idea of you becoming an entrepreneur and owning your own business and making your own schedule and not having to deal with the stresses of teaching on a daily basis. Yeah. And for those listening, he mentioned that I had tried other things before. I, I did try a direct sales company for like three years. And I talked about that back in the episode, sharing my story, barely ever made any money with it. So if you've done direct sales before and that hasn't really worked, you might have to do a little more convincing to your husband to get him on board. But I think that one thing about me is that I kind of, as soon as I see something that I just, I have this like gut feeling and I know it's right and I want to jump right in. But with Reed, he's a little more like wants the facts and just wants a little bit more detail before we jump in headfirst like I want to. So I think something that I really did was I sat down and tried to explain, I didn't even have a full really understanding of what freelancing virtual assistant work was yet, but I tried to explain the best that I could and just showed him where this could take us. The goal was to replace my teaching income within a year. And if I didn't, then I was just going to go back to the classroom, but we kind of set goals along the way, which I think we'll talk about in a little bit. So yeah, just sitting down and really explaining what you're thinking of doing and how it can really impact your family can be really helpful. Do you agree? Yes. And setting the goals was definitely an important part of that is being able to visualize it, write it down and know what you're trying to achieve. Yeah. So we set goals income wise and then just you know, goals for our family. And I think that was really, really helpful. Yep. Especially. I agree. Knowing what timeline you're working with, knowing how quickly you want to achieve the, the things on your goals list and then measuring yourself against that. Yeah. And I think having you, having the accountability from you, like I could set these goals myself and just keep them myself. And then if I just don't hit them, it's just like meh. I didn't hit it, but having you knowing my goals and asking, you know, how is your income coming this week? That really made me want to work really hard towards that. So, yeah, cool. So what were kind of your biggest hesitations or fears with me starting this business? I had hoped that it would be what you were expecting it to be of the research you'd done, I was afraid that you would get into it and realize it was not what you wanted to do. That was the first one. And then the other one of just totally ditching your teaching work that you'd put in, the experience, the schooling, and totally going a different direction while we still had school loans to pay off and trying something new. So I just wanted to make sure that that was what you wanted and that it was best for our family. Yeah. And I think as teachers, for everyone listening, you can, you're not completely 
ditching your teaching background, like you can use a lot of those same skills in your freelancing virtual assistant business. But yeah, I totally understand those fears because I had those same fears myself of like, what am I getting into? Am I going to like this? But yeah, so what do you think helped you the most in removing those fears? For starters, just seeing how much you value your time with Skylar growing up, you being able to do that and being out of the classroom and actually not having the stress of thinking that you have to go back and deal with all these parents and kids that you had always been stressed about and not bringing that stress home with you at the end of the day, having this opportunity. And after seeing the first couple of clients you got and seeing the potential for you to replace your income and then seeing you actually replace your teaching income with the clients and projects that you have acquired was definitely something that helped alleviate those fears. Cool. I don't think I have anything to add to that. So yeah, I think being on this journey, I've become a much better wife because I'm not so stressed out with life in the classroom. So that's probably helped a lot. I definitely too. noticed you are a lot less stressed. Yes. And yeah. I remember a lot of the conversations we had before this was about all the stresses that you had coming home from your job and parents that you had to deal with and new teaching regulations that you had to follow. And now our conversations are about new business that you have and new clients and meetings that you've had. So it's a lot less stressful for the both of us. Yeah. And it's a lot of excitement. A lot of what I share with you is like, I just landed a new client or I just got paid this fat invoice. And, that just um, doesn't happen in teaching. <laughs> no, it doesn't. You don't get like random money in teaching. <laughs> but I do also talk to him about even the hard times in my business. And he's a really good listening ear. And he'll, you know, if I have a client who's a little more of a challenge, he'll help, you know, help me figure out what to say to them in a professional manner. So, we kind of talk about everything. Nothing in the business is a secret. And I think that that's really helpful. And you can tell me if I'm wrong, but I think that's really helpful in keeping you up to date on what I'm doing in my business. And you don't just feel like, I don't know what's going on with it. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So how has my freelancing business benefited our family? Well, more family time together. Uh, I know you always want to be a stay-at-home mom and with a full-time teaching job that didn't give you the hours that you needed. You were always pulled towards the school. You had the commute on top of that. And at the same time, we had goals that we want to achieve as far as experiences we want to have with Skylar and our future family. And we needed more than just my income in order to make that happen. So I know just seeing that additional source of income and the excitement of when you get new clients and knowing that it's going to be something that we can use to help us get there is definitely something that has helped me and, and, and been exciting to see. And it's allowed us to work around just one schedule, really. I'm working a normal job, so I have normal hours that I have to work. But the fact that we don't have to work around two normal jobs and try to figure out hours of you know, if, if we have appointments that we need to go to, there's always a way that we can work around that and free mm -hmm. up somebody's time. Yeah, because with the freelancing world, you you mostly get to set your own schedule. And sometimes I have meetings. And what's been really great with Rona is that Reed's still working his nine to five, but he's working from home a lot of the time. And so if I have a meeting pop up, he can watch our daughter for a little bit. So really just a lot of teamwork. It's 
a lot of keeping each other in the know of what we have going on and just being really, really clear, a lot of communication. I think that's one of the biggest things I want to get across in this episode to get your spouse on board with your digital classroom journey. You have to really be good at communicating with them. You think? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So what would you say, babe, to spouses who are nervous about their wife ditching the classroom? It's normal to be nervous with any investment or company. You have to have some some level of risk and it is going to be something that you want to make sure that you're all in on and you have it planned out how you're going to do that. I've noticed that this business that you're in has a proven track record of working and allowing you to have the freedom financially and physically to own your own future really and make it what you want plus you your wife will get to own her own business and be an entrepreneur so that's really cool also as well you may actually find yourself jealous if you don't currently own your own company uh, (laughs) and you've been following the corporate ladder approach of just trying to advance in a normal the day-to-day job Also, one nice thing about this business is you aren't working for a company, you are the boss. So you get to make the decisions and you get to grow it as you see fit, adjust your offerings as you see necessary and the type of services you provide. But yeah, from experience, I've seen it work. So even if you are nervous about it, it's definitely something that you should take consideration to and uh, talk about together. Communication, maybe. That's all it is. So what is your number one tip that you would give to someone who needs advice on getting their spouse on board? Doing the research and creating a plan. The plan is what makes it possible. Uh, Develop a budget, decide what to invest in the business, and stick to it. The risk is worth the reward, and the freedom it gives you is totally worth it. Cool. I think that's all I had for you. If you guys have any more questions that you can think of that you think would be really helpful for us to talk through, I'd be happy to have read on again or even just share his answer on Instagram or (laughs) Facebook to help y'all out. So if you have questions about how to get your spouse on board, feel free to DM me on Instagram. And then I know at the beginning of this episode, you heard our new workshop is launching. So make sure that you get registered for that. You can click the link in the show notes and I'm promoting it everywhere because I'm super excited about it. So you'll be able to find the link. And if not, just DM me and I can send it to you. And I think that's it. I hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your week. Thank you, babe, for being on the podcast with me today. Thank you for inviting me. And yeah, I'll see you guys next week. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Before you go, make sure you take a minute to subscribe to the show, leave a rating and review, and check out the show notes for a free gift to help you ditch the classroom. If you loved today's episode, can you help me share the message by taking a screenshot, tagging me on Instagram at ariana.vernier, and sharing it with your friends so we can help more mamas ditch the classroom and follow their dreams. Until next week, y'all, keep following the dreams that were placed in your heart so you too can ditch the classroom.